This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. Good morning. Welcome to Axios Today. It's Tuesday, May 11th. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Here's what you need to know today. The FDA approves a COVID vaccine for teens. Plus, the Biden administration moves to protect transgender health care. But first, the COVID view from Mesa, Arizona, is today's one big thing. As the country reopens, we've been checking in with American mayors who are grappling with so many decisions, relaxing restrictions, opening schools, offices, and other businesses, just to name a few. Last week, we spoke to Mayor Castor of Tampa. Today, we're joined by the mayor of Mesa, Arizona, John Giles, a Republican, to tell us how Mesa has dealt with the pandemic and what comes next for his community. It's great to have you here, Mayor Giles. Thank you so much. Good to be with you. So when we look at COVID-19 cases overall in Arizona, the good news is it's been declining, but we have seen case numbers rising among children in Arizona. How are you approaching this in Mesa? Well, we, we partner very closely with our school districts. The, the, the largest school district in the, in the state, in fact, is Mesa Public Schools, 65,000 kids. And, and, and so this is cert- absolutely a, a, a big concern for our city. But that we don't have direct uh, administrative oversight of the school systems. So I think that the reason you're seeing a, a spike in the number of, uh, of infections among school-aged children is because we did relax our mask mandate through the governor's office a few weeks ago. That's now trickled down to, to the schools. Our school district is now um, mask optional. So I think that's the explanation. Would you like the school district to make masks not optional for students? I mean, there's literally a week left in school in, in Mesa, maybe a week and a half. And so we thought probably the, the least disruptive thing to do for families and, and school teachers and, and school boards to uh, avoid all the political consternation about this would have just been to allow the mandate to, to stay in place at least through the end of the school year, and then we can address it over the summer. That's not what happened. Many people are celebrating in the streets that the masks are off, but uh, others not so much. Mesa has vaccinated about 29 percent of the population, at least that's according to county data for Maricopa County. What's your message to the vaccine hesitant in Mesa? How are you trying to encourage people to get those shots? Well, we're trying to model good behavior. We certainly are still encouraging uh, mask wearing. They are no longer mandatory in in our city because our our, our citywide mask mandate was revoked when the governor revoked our authority to do that uh, a few weeks ago. But we we still are are using some of the the soft uh, authority that we have to encourage people to to do it and to facilitate that. It used to be that you had to to get in your car and drive to the other side of Phoenix from Mesa uh, to get a a shot at at the Cardinal Stadium. Like I say, getting a shot is not a problem. It's it's motivating people to get a shot. You've mentioned a few times things that the governor has done that have been different than the way you have approached things in the county. How are you managing that? So he he did give cities authorities to have mask mandates. We appreciated that. I would have left that, uh, yes, I would have left that in, in place longer than the governor did. 
we were so close to to really having the majority of our folks in a position that we wanted them to be in, but I'm not the governor. <laughs> so so that's that's how it turned out. Mayor John Giles of Mesa, Arizona, is also the host of It's Always Cool in Mesa podcast. Thanks for joining us, Mayor. Oh, thank you for the plug. I appreciate it. If you'd like to nominate your mayor to be on Axios today, please email us at podcasts at axios.com, or you can always message me on Twitter. My handle's Nyla Boodoo. In 15 seconds, we're back with the emergency approval for a teen COVID vaccine. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust, or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com system. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Welcome back to Axios Today. We got some big vaccine news yesterday when the FDA authorized emergency use of the Pfizer vaccine for young people aged 12 to 15. But survey data shows parents are split down the line when it comes to getting their kids vaccinated. Axios' Marisa Fernandez has been reporting this out. Hi, Marisa. Good morning. Is this too late for schools this year? What about for the summer and fall when it comes to kids? So a lot of school districts say that they are not going to mandate a vaccine, especially because it's under emergency use authorization. You know, there are about 17 million adolescents in the U.S., and about half of those are people of color. So this is like a really crucial group that pediatricians, pharmacies see as a way to help boost vaccination rates. Axios surveys people along with Ipsos, and a new poll that we have out today shows that that split is exactly at 49 percent, parents who will vaccinate versus won't. Do you think that's indicative of the ambivalence that parents are experiencing about this? Absolutely. I think these are parents that aren't outright anti vaccination, these are parents who probably also got the COVID vaccine themselves. So this is more about getting communication out there, the peer pressure that we've talked about where people are more likely to help get their child vaccinated if the whole soccer team does it or if their close parental groups get involved as well. Marisa Fernandez is a healthcare reporter for Axios. Thanks, Marisa. The Biden administration yesterday said it was rolling back a Trump-era rule that excluded gender identity from sex discrimination in health insurance coverage. The Biden reinstatement comes as 20 states this year have introduced bills aimed specifically at limiting health care for transgender youth. Orion Rumler has been covering this for Axios and joins us now. Hi, Orion. Hi, how's it going? Hey, so a lot of these laws at the state level have to do with what's called gender-affirming health care. Can you explain what that is for people who haven't heard that term? So gender-affirming care for minors would be hormone treatments, testosterone for trans boys, estrogen for trans girls, and for minors, puberty blockers as well. The bills on health care, they are aiming to ban or criminalize, making it a misdemeanor or felony for physicians um, to offer gender-affirming care to trans youth. And so it's important to note that these bills have been introduced. They haven't necessarily been passed. 
Arkansas is the only state that has passed one of these bills about health care. Since the bill was approved in Arkansas, several young people who are actually receiving hormone treatment at the Arkansas Children's Hospital Program have actually attempted suicide, according to Michelle Hutchinson, a pediatric endocrinologist who talked to me and Axios's Marisa Fernandez about that. In Arkansas, Governor Asa Hutchinson actually vetoed that state's bill. He told me over the phone a few days ago he sees that bill as the most extreme anti-trans law in the country right now. What does the new Biden administration's reversal actually accomplish? What will it do? Uh, The HHS said yesterday that it would enforce discrimination protections for LGBTQ people in line with what the Supreme Court uh, ruling found last summer that says gender identity and sexual orientation are protected under the Civil Rights Act. So, Orion, now that the federal government has reinstated this and states are considering this bill, what are you watching for next? I'm watching to see what kind of lawsuits could be brought against the bills to block trans minors' healthcare access, as well as bills that are blocking trans kids from sports, and more of those, just about seven of those have passed. Orion Rumler is a reporter for Axios who's been covering this issue. Thank you. Thank you so much. Before we go, I would be remiss if I did not make sure you heard the news from one of my favorites, Nicki Minaj. The rapper, she hasn't released an album since 2018, made a surprise announcement on social media yesterday that she's releasing something new this Friday. And she did it in style, with pictures featuring pink Crocs, lots of diamonds, and some strategically placed pink fluffy heart pillows. That's it for us today. If you want more news before tomorrow, tune into our afternoon podcast, Axios Recap. I'm Nyla Boodoo. Thanks for listening. Stay safe, and we'll see you back here tomorrow morning.